Hi, I'm Tambi Safran, and you are watching Two Geeks Talking. I am a host on Amazon Live. You can find me, Tambi's Pantry Amazon page. In your Google search, it will open up on Amazon. I'm also on kitch.com, that's K-I-T-T-C-H.com. Put in my name in the search there, Tambi Safran. And you can also follow me on Instagram, just underscore Tambi. I actually know Mark through my good girlfriend, Tambi Safran, who happened to meet Mark at a angel investors meeting. And then she introduced him to me and he came over to my house with Tambi. Why don't you come yes. and sit with us, Tambi? Yeah. This is Tambi so Safran. Nice Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. And nice meet you. Um, they kind of kindled their relationship at my house <laughs> over photographing guitars because Mark was like, hey, you know, I've got a lot of buddies in the industry. Maybe you want to photograph their guitars. So he would bring Rusty Anderson over to my house and Dave Amato came over and Tommy Thayer. Tommy Thayer came over and Tambi was there and she photographed, did a video of Tommy Thayer playing Blackbird on my dad's J160E guitar. I have that. <laughs> moment. Yeah, we should send you that. that yeah, that'd be awesome. So Tambi, welcome to the show. <laughs> Appreciate it. For those that don't know anything about yourself as a creative person, tell us who you are and what you're bringing to the show today. My name is Tambi Safran and I do shoppable entertainment, shoppable videos, which have become a really big thing over the last few years during the pandemic. I specialize in products, culinary products specifically. I'm a host on Amazon Live. Um, I've been on QVC representing one of my culinary brands. And I'm also working now with a new live streaming network for um, chefs. It's live stream for chefs and they do their recipes live. And I've been interviewing all the chefs. So I started doing that a couple months ago. So that's a new addition, but mostly Amazon Live has been the thing for the last two and a half years for me. And I go on live and I talk about products that you can buy on Amazon and then there's shoppable links. So people can purchase them and also people can ask questions. I don't know if a lot of people know about Amazon Live. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. Another platform on Amazon where you can actually ask a host questions about products. There's a chat, a live chat that's happening. It's actually really cool. It's a really cool niche way of selling product and to earn money. But the cool thing that the other show she was talking about is Kitsch. And that's actually produced by Doug DeLuca, who is the producer of the Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh. And it's also backed by Chef Gordon, who's like the man in rock and roll. So there's a rock and roll tie-in. Absolutely. Well, Chef Gordon, as you know, is a you know famous music manager, worked with Alice Cooper, but he was also a really big foodie. So he's responsible for turning chefs into rock stars. He worked with Emerald. He's one of the founders of Kitsch as well. So check out kitsch.com. It's spelled with two T's, K-I-T-T-C-H.com. It's very cool. And you can actually watch recipes and famous chefs preparing uh, recipes and ask questions. They have what's called a chef's table. You could be live in the chef table and ask questions to the chef as they're preparing the food. So it's really cool. It's new. And if you're a foodie, definitely check it out. It's a cool thing. Did you interview musicians that also like to cook well, as well? That's something that I'm hoping to bring to it. I've been pitching it to Doug because Doug DeLuca is is uh, the co-executive producer of Jimmy Kimmel, as Lisa mentioned, and he is way into music, as you know, like all the great bands that go on Kimmel. So that's something he's interested in and my passions are food and music. So um, I've been talking to him about doing something with that, with rock stars who cook. There's a lot of rock star chefs out there. So maybe coming soon to Kitsch, <laughs> hopefully. So then I have to ask, what's your guilty uh, recipe you like to cook? Guilty recipe. Well, oh my God. I mean, I like so many things, but it's a guilty recipe. You're always 
making s'mores on the campfire. <laughs> yeah, I make s'mores. But what I've been doing lately um, is featuring the air fryer. Air mm. fryers have become all the rage, and you can actually make your high-calorie deep-fried food in the air fryer with 75% less calories. So I've actually, just actually two days ago, I made a blooming onion. Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did a blooming onion in the air fryer, so that was fun. But I've done uh, air fryer Oreo cookies, air fryer chicken wings. I made myself a birthday cake in oh, the wow. air fryer. Wow. Yeah, we did. we did healthy stuff too. Brussels sprouts, cauliflower. I did a cornbread in there. And I also last week did little mini apple pies. Oh. Kind of like for Thanksgiving. It kind of reminds me of like the easy oven bake. Remember the mm -hmm. the waffle maker that you had that made the the skull. Waffles? Oh yeah, these guys love that. There's these little dash uh, waffle makers, and they come with different shapes. So they have a heart, they have a pineapple, but they have a skull. <laughs> they have a skull, right? And it looks just that's, like this. That's the one we like. The one with the skull. <laughs> you can make rock star waffles. So wow. these guys love that, and that's a great gift item. You know, it's under twenty dollars available on Amazon and you can make these rock star skull waffles. They're really cool. Some amazing musicians and so, such an amazing talented panel currently right here. What's some of your favorite bands or songs that you listen to? What's your cooking playlist? Oh, cooking playlist. I'm actually not allowed to play music on Amazon while I'm cooking, but I'm always a Led Zeppelin fan. I mean, crank that up and I'm like ready to do anything, you know, <laughs> cooking, anything, exercise. That to me is like always a go-to. What was the first recipe you ever cooked for yourself? Oh, that's, a, I've been cooking for such a long time. I don't know if I remember the first recipe, but I did cook a lot with my grandma, actually. My grandmother loved to cook. And this is actually a fun fact. My birthday and my grandma's birthday, we're both on the same day, not same year, obviously. <laughs> we're both born on August 15th, and that is Julia Child's birthday. <laughs> so the three of us all share Julia Child's birthday, so that's kind of like a fun little fact about us. And my grandmother actually reminded me of Julia Child, although the much more petite version, but she was a great cook, and I used to make all sorts of stuff with her. So chicken soup to cakes, we did it all, and I'd go over to her house and cook with her. So she really taught me to love food and learn how to cook. So I would have to say those were like the early recipes is helping helping her in the kitchen. I remember them in my head. I didn't write anything down. I just remember them from doing them with her. Well, what's kind of interesting is that we all grew up on classic rock and somehow navigated to having that as part of our careers. I mean, I I became a photographer and ended up, because of my rock and roll background and my father being a photographer, I gravitated to photographing guitars. She grew up cooking with her grandmother and has gravitated into working with some of the top chefs in Los Angeles predominantly. And because of her love of rock and roll, she ended up getting a rock and rock star boyfriend and you know, <laughs> networking in with getting rock stars to do things. And Mark has just been a genius really with uh, the way that he managed his career path. He was, you know, in a eighties rock band that did extremely well, but he segued it into navigating it into the business world and how he could continue to keep it as a financial profitable stream of cash to continue on living a nice rock and roll lifestyle. And we found each other, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> The best story I've ever heard from the music scene. I love it. This is just amazing. Uh, much as life and cooking are, are very synonymous with each other, how do you deal with your failures? Well, that's a good question. I don't let them get me down. I try to learn from my failures, my mistakes. I always strive to do better. And, you know, moving to California from New York, I saw a lot of people come out to do certain 
things, mostly in the entertainment industry, and they give up, they go back home. And I just, I never gave up. I always follow my dream. I always feel like the universe is gonna guide me and it's all gonna work out and I stay positive. My background was communications originally, and I was interviewing chefs for a magazine called Focus Magazine in Los Angeles. And then the hook to the magazine was if you wanted to know more than what was on print, you could watch a video. So I had videos with all these chefs, everyone from, you know, the food truck owner, because food trucks were huge and still are, but they were just at the prime then. And then I would go to like the rooftop of the Waldorf Astoria or Wolfgang Puck Spago. I interviewed the executive chef there. It was a very wide range. And then COVID hit and I couldn't go in the kitchens anymore. And I had a pivot, learned about the Amazon Live. And I thought this is such a great thing because I can live stream by myself and I can do this. And now everybody's ordering things online to be delivered. And I ended up specializing in culinary gadgets, cool little kitchen gadgets that you can use yourself in your home. You don't need to be a chef. They're easy for everybody to use. I'm just like an average person. I'm a mom, you know, and I'm not a professional chef, but I can show you easy recipes that you can do with these culinary gadgets at home. From that, I was asked to be on QVC to represent one of the brands that I was working with on Amazon. So I felt like I pivoted and the opportunities came. I never let myself get down. I always pick it up and just stay focused and just know that it's gonna work out. And I think having that attitude is what really helps. But she also came from a really cool background that she didn't mention when she lived in New York, she was working for MTV. Oh, yeah. oh, so okay. there's gotta be a, a tie-in of how you got that idea about the MTV videos, you know, and how you kind of segued your career to being a mom, but then into back into entertainment with video. I always stayed kind of in it. And one of the ways I met you, I think, was through that She Rocks movie. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to California, I was working at MTV for several years, and then I took a little hiatus to have kids. And then I was asked by a mutual friend to help produce a movie called She Rocks, which was about female guitar players. And that's how I met that's Lisa right. through our friend Steve, who was the director and producer of that movie, kind of like everything just kind of flows how it's supposed to. And I always just have faith in the universe because like, this is just such synchronicity, all three of us really. Yeah, we both ended up at the Malibu Guitar Festival in Malibu. And that's how Tammy and I met because she was doing red carpet interviews that's right. of all of the artists that were coming to perform at the Malibu Guitar Festival that is produced by Doug DeLuca. Okay. And I was just going to say, Doug DeLuca was the founder of the Malibu Guitar right. Festival. And that went for three years and I did his red carpets and I interviewed Lisa on the red carpet and now he's the founder of Kitsch so it kind of just comes full circle you see yeah if you get knocked down three times you get up four that's right exactly it's not how many times you get knocked down it's how many times you get up the younger generation is looking at all of your works and they're becoming inspired to be creative in their own way whether it's in music or as a photographer or as an amazing chef they're inspired in some way shape or form how can they inspire the generation that follows them. How can the younger generation inspire those that follow them? First of all, they have to follow their own hearts. They have to go for their highest goal that they imagine for themselves and manifest it. I think that something that's happened with music is that in the 80s, all this amazing music was written. I mean, how do you 
beat the Beatles? I mean, how do you create something original? So a lot of bands that come out now kind of sound like other bands that came before them. To avoid making that mistake, you have to find your own inner voice and your own unique rhythm and follow that beat and create something that's unique and different and not been done before. And that's how you inspire generations to come after you. I'd like to uh, take that and add to it. How does band A from this generation influence band B when a lot of things have already been, been done before, but it's like a recipe. You take a little bit from this band, a little bit from that band, you put it together and it's new. So hopefully the new bands can figure out a way to do that. In my case, you know, look, I borrowed very heavily from Kiss, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, Judas Priest, ACDC, Pat Travers, UFO, Thin Lizzy. I took a, a little bit of each of those guys and I put it into my recipe. And hopefully the generations after that will take a little bit from me, a little bit from this guy, a little bit from that guy and make their musical recipe out of it. I think that's the best way I can say how a new generation can learn from an old generation and still pass it forward to another generation. Change the recipe. That's a great analogy, Mark. I love that. I think he put it perfectly, but also pivot with the times. We didn't anticipate COVID doing live stream by myself. If you asked me the year before, I would have never thought I would be doing anything like that. Being able to roll with the new times and pivot, alter the recipe. In the way that I see you is that there have been cooking shows forever and ever, like Julia Childs, yeah. right? But Tammy's taken it to another level with technology. What she's doing wasn't available to do even 10 years ago, even five years ago. She's been innovative in finding this niche in having being on Amazon Live. It's amazing how many people are on your live streams. I shop on Amazon all the time and I never find these live streams, but there's hundreds of people that find her and they love to shop with her because she's fun. Come back. <laughs> yeah. She makes it fun. She shows the product. She shows videos. You've created a cool online vibe. It's shopping cool. Vibe. The people come back. A woman came back and told me she made the recipe that I made in the air fryer the day before. And I did like baked apple slices that you can do with some cinnamon and sugar. Really, these are easy things that like most people can do. And she came back to tell me that she made my recipe and it came out great. And that was like the biggest compliment. She like went and made something that I made on my live stream. And the other thing is that Kitsch is now adding a, a shoppable link on their videos. So when you're watching a chef video, if you want to purchase, you know, their knife or their blender or whatever culinary gadget they're using, you can click and it'll take you over. So that's really cool that they're adding. That inspires young people because they want to shop online. I think they've created ways to shop with TikTok yeah. and with Instagram. Yeah. The future generation are going to be inspired taking something that Tammy's doing and they're going to figure out how to do it on their platform of choice. And there'll be other apps that come along afterwards. I'm sure that they'll be inspired to do something. Your daughter is doing stuff. Jeff Albright, my publicist, his daughter, she's a baker and oh, she makes amazing. all this incredible stuff and she's photographing it on TikTok and she gets like 100,000 views on her videos and she's 21 years old. These young kids take it and run with it and do even better. Well, I do hate to say it, everyone, but that ends this particular episode of Two Geeks Talking. I want to thank you all for coming on the show. Okay, except we're three geeks talking. Yes, yeah, well, technically four, so, but yeah, I can't change the name. Three, three geeks talking. And Tambi? You can find me on Amazon by putting uh, Tambi's Pantry Amazon page into your search, and it will open up on Amazon to my page. And please follow me there. Check out all my lists. We're constantly updating uh, kitchen gadgets, cool finds. Lisa's book is on there. And on Kitch, it's uh, kitch.com, K I T T C H. Com, and you can uh, put in my name in the search, Tambi, last name Safran, S-A-F-F-R-A-N. 
and Instagram handle is just underscore Tambi. Well, like I said, that ends this particular episode of Two Geeks Talking. You can, of course, find this interview and a thousand plus others quite literally on our website, tgtmedia.com or twogeekstalking.com. That's the word two, not the number two. On our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash tgtmedia. And we have our link tree, which has a lot more social media links, which is linktree.com forward slash twogeekstalking. And as I say every week, everyone has a story to tell. It's up to me to help bring that out. Thanks for listening and watching on Two Geeks Talking.